0: What is up, guys? Welcome to Close Monday. My name is Kyle and Sarah, and this is the show for restaurant owners, for chefs, for culinary students, for startup restaurants, anyone brave enough to take on the challenge of running a restaurant and the pursuit of being what we like to call a restaurant entrepreneur. This is your absolute lifeline, your go-to for real-world, no-nonsense, in-depth chats and war stories from people who have been in your shoes. Now, you're all on the same quest here, looking for that perfect solution, that perfect piece of technology that's gonna streamline your operations, the killer marketing strategy, the new social media platform that's gonna put your restaurant on the map, the rock solid suppliers who've always got your back. But let's not be naive, there's a lot more to this. Most importantly, things like capital raising, making sense of insurance, and playing real estate like a professional that's all part of the package and one of my favorite parts by the way but what you need to understand is that each one of these challenges they're really just opportunities and as industry veterans myself my guests we're going to bring battle-hardened knowledge and cutting-edge insights to the table every single week we've been in it we've had our neck on the line we've lost money we've made money we've had staff we've lost staff we know how it impacts our personal lives we're gonna help you navigate this entire business. Our goal, sole goal, is to give you the information to reach your goals while you stay true to what's most important to you. And what I know, what's important to you are things like quality, hospitality, innovation, sustainability, staying ahead of the curve, staying up with trends, and of course, providing an unforgettable guest experience. So whether you're a seasoned professional, you're a restaurant entrepreneur, or you're a rookie about to jump into your first business, grab a seat, pour yourself a drink, a cup of coffee, put your AirPods on, grab the dog, go for a walk, hit the treadmill, sit on the couch, whatever you're gonna do, we're gonna drop some serious knowledge on you. And it starts right now. Welcome to Close Monday.
1: Hey everyone, uh, Avi Gorin, CEO and co-founder of Marquee, and I wanna talk about the customer journey for a second. You never know as a restaurant owner where your guests are truly coming from. End of the day, we do see some patterns around two types of search behaviors, direct versus discovery. Direct search, for an example, would be jumping into Google and saying Cali barbecue hours, right? I know where I wanna go to eat, but I'm missing a key detail. I need a little bit more information. Discovery, which is the bulk of searches, is barbecue in San Diego, restaurants near me, takeout near me, right? One of the best ways to be found for more discovery searches is leveraging keywords. Reviews are basically free content for you to leverage. Think about keywords that are relevant to your brand, your location, and include as many of those in your review responses as possible, right? How can you go about doing this? Let's set up reports, utilize tools like Google Trends, find out what's going on in your area and how you can help leverage these keywords and review responses, because someone else is doing that, right? If you need some examples, you could do anything from including summer menu, gluten-free menu, Leverage specific menu items like the dreaded and beloved spice pumpkin anything in your review responses, right? Let them know what's coming. Let your reviewers know something they should come back and try. And of course, if all of this just seems overwhelming and daunting because you're already running a a restaurant and have enough on your plate, just leverage the team at Marquee to do this for you we handle all of this. We're experts in this space. We can automate this. So it's just another item that you know you are taking care of. Again, that's marquee.com, M A R Q I I, M A R Q I I dot com. No you. However, we did recently buy M A R Q U I I dot com. So if you do misspell it, we got you. You'll still find us. We can still help you.
0: All right. So we are live. Thank you for joining me this morning. And I, I just found out that you were. You were in New York for the
2: holidays. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for having me, Kyle. I'm super, yeah. super excited for this. Uh, you know, it's been, it's been pending for a long time. And yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm super excited. Heard so many great things about you. On the New York bit, yes. Uh, so me and my wife, we decided to travel to New York for the holiday season. Heard so many great things. Uh, mm. So We had an amazing time, uh, Christmas, uh, New Year's. We went to upstate as well uh, for two oh, days. Where did you go uh, upstate? Uh, somewhere near Woodstock, uh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. So it, it was good. Um, yeah, my friend's uh, wife, she's from that town, and you know, it was really great to hang out with. You know, all the uh, all the local folks. And for me, the perception of New York was, you know, pretty much just Manhattan <laughs> and Brooklyn. So I that perception got uh, oh, yeah. got over that perception that you know there's a very beautiful countryside to to New York State as well. So yeah, it was it was a great experience. Yeah,
0: yeah that that yeah. part of New York often gets lost, but it's funny yeah. like a lot of people from Manhattan and Brooklyn moved up that way, and when you yeah. go up there, people are like, oh, it's it's kind of like the Brooklyn of the Catskills, you know what I mean? So it's, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. it's becoming like good place to eat, but yeah, a little more I land, agree. some rivers and mountains up there. It's beautiful.
2: Yeah, yeah. You want we want some time off from the hustle and bustle, and you know you you just it's like a different planet altogether. It's just just like an hour drive, and you are in a different yeah. world altogether. Yeah
0: oh yeah big time so what else did you guys do? did you go see the tree did you see any shows what what was your experience like uh really yeah we mad? did like
2: the the usual touristy stuff of course like the broadway is like uh, you know the the rockefeller center um on christmas uh you're brave brave we, guy we... <laughs> so
0: crowded over there right how crowded is oh it's it it it, packed
2: it was super <laughs> packed i mean there was a long yeah. queue it was super packed but i think it was fine everyone was in, in a festive mood and I mean, we knew we already knew about it, so we were not surprised. And plus, I've spent a lot of time in India, so it's not a very big oh, surprise yeah, to see yeah, so yeah. many That's people at once. <laughs> yeah, 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 that we, to, that we did that. <laughs> yeah. Then of course we spend uh, some time at Times Square shopping around. Uh, you know, uh, doing all as I said, doing. We did a lot of touristy stuff uh, like the Empire State, uh, the the World Trade uh, uh, Memorial, like the 911 oh, yeah. Memorial. And the Chinatown, uh, the Soma, you know, all the Dude, usual oh, stuff
0: we did. Yeah, yeah you did. So we covered every, every every street of Manhattan is what I can say. Yeah. <laughs> and I did notice in case anybody hasn't seen it. Your, by the way, your Instagram and your TikTok, your content is phenomenal. And I did notice how you paid particular attention to down on, in the financial district. that yeah. People are not looking to take a picture with just the front of the bull they're yeah. looking to take a picture of the back of the bowl which i i'd never even noticed that that was they're looking to take a picture of the the balls on the bowl which is crazy
2: yeah it's so we were line. actually yeah we were actually in the queue and you know when we were just I mean, when you're in the queue and they're like 50 people ahead of you you don't know what you are yeah. headed to right but when we were heading closer <laughs> we realized oh is that what you signed <laughs> it for then we then i was and I was, it was funny. like a and it was a funny you know sort of rhetoric because right now the markets are not in the best uh, You know the best form, and you know that's why. And and I tweeted as well, and I posted uh, a reel as well, which went fairly viral. That you know, (laughs) the beer markets. uh, This is what happens. That there's a bigger and there's actually a bigger queue uh, to click the picture on the backside with the balls. uh, You know, for uh, for the charging bull than than the (laughs) the queue to click picture with the with the horns. That was very surprising, uh, in a funny way. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, but again, Uh, yeah. So that's cool. That's a very, I mean, you, look, you it all. I mean, it. that's not easy to do. That's not easy to do. I mean, like that's a lot of yeah. traveling around the city. That's a lot of travel. Oh man. The yeah.
2: City. yeah. Yeah. Especially, you know, so since we were, so we use jet, jet lag, you know, in our favor. So somehow, <laughs> you know, morning, 3 a.m., 4 a.m., uh, we used to just wake up uh, and, you know, 5 a.m. We used to just head out of our hotel uh, and, uh, and just, just uh, grab the coffee, the only coffee shop, which was open. And then we started venturing around the city. We had the checklist tick tick tick. Of course, we we roamed around uh, randomly as well, but we had like a broader, uh, oh. broader checklist to cover. That today in this day we need to shop for two hours. We need to visit this, uh, and there were like some favorites we had to visit. The friends' uh, sort of experience as well. So a few things <laughs> which were a, a little bit offbeat, which you can only find in New York.
1: So yeah, yeah we
2: tend to cover most of it in in a right. in a
0: shorter time. Yeah. I mean, from what I can tell, and what you're saying here, you should share that itinerary with somebody because I think where people yeah. go wrong with Manhattan is they try to do everything, not realizing how big it is. Like they think yeah. they're going to go from the Statue of Liberty to the Brooklyn Bridge to the World yeah. Trade Center. You're, you're, that's your days. Your your day is done. You're your maybe day is maybe done, make yeah. two of those. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Maybe um, just two of those. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did you guys any places to eat that, that you remember that stood out?
2: Ah, uh, so. I mean, they stood out, but I, I don't want to actually give uh, a lot of uh, sort of food recommendations because <laughs> we both are vegetarians. Oh, okay. So our, uh, our food options get restricted that yes. way. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm really not the best person to take the food as advice from because I would just give very, very niche uh, specific options which work out for me. But you have, yeah, like,
0: there are more options than ever, right? Like, I mean, it used to not be this way.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. especially in San Francisco, especially in San Francisco, the trend is has almost reversed, I would say, you know, I, you know, when I go to a lot of meetups, a lot of parties, both for alcohol and like in general meat, people are just trying to avoid it as much as possible Mm. and trying to just go for healthy vegan options. So that's a, that's a trend which I'm observing. I don't know if it's positive or negative, because Mm. I love people to be um, to at least have a drink. Um, yeah, right. uh, when they're socializing, but somehow the trends are changing, and uh, yeah, I mean, and one one of one of the very funny things which I heard was you know, a a, a guy who is uh who is a who is, a, uh, who, is who is a who's an entrepreneur I respect, he went to the bar and he said, uh, uh, actually, I want a vodka soda without the vodka.
0: <laughs> that's a big trend now, right? Like, people are not <laughs> drinking this much. I just trend. was reading an yeah. article about that, yeah. yeah. I wonder yeah. if it has anything to do with the cannabis stores. People are like, you know what, I'm just gonna have this edible instead of having a drink i mean i I noticed you went to was that kind of a store you went into in new york or was that in san francisco that that was in san francisco yeah okay so maybe i think that's maybe part of it people are more comfortable just being stoned maybe i don't know possibly possibly but i Hmm. think that's also not yeah i mean
2: yeah possibly
0: (laughs) could be right everyone who knows whatever so talk to me about what's going on like you you are um you're in san Francisco. Yeah. You have Woosh, you're back and forth from India. What what what's what's been the beginning of the year like for you guys? Uh this year, beginning of 2024.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So so I'll just give you a little bit of uh, you know background on the product uh, and how mm-hmm. we have evolved if if yeah. you're fine with that. Can you cover that in the next two um, minutes? Yeah. So um, we started well, our journey well. mid 2021. Uh we started with a product which was pretty much like virtual brands. We what we realized post the pandemic was that the independent restaurants were the most badly hit. They mm-hmm. were the ones uh, low on capital. They were the ones uh, who were just trying to make the ends meet and just survive, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Uh, and a lot of them, they just had to shut their shop, unfortunately. So that's where we realized that it's a big opportunity to help these uh, uh, these food service entrepreneurs uh, to uh, not just survive, but thrive. So we, we figured out that they lack a... Uh, a good brand to distribute their product and b they, they lack overall expertise to to run the show right expertise in terms of like their back-end processes the technology stack they're using the training they're giving to their manpower etc compared to if, if i compared them to a big franchise brand that's where right. we felt that how can we democratize a brand and distribute it with these small uh, independent locations let's say there's a very famous brand called kyle pizza right Can Mm -hmm. I use the existing small restaurants to also start distributing Kyle pizza, right? Uh, So that Mm -hmm. was the overall thought process. How can we create sort of a technology-enabled virtual franchisee with a network of small restaurants? So that's when we started. uh, And there was a company called Oyo, which used to do a similar model like this. It's still a company. It's it's a a big company that's going to go IPO. And I was heading their China growth story. So I, I I had a lot of inspiration as to how I can replicate this model for the food service industry. And overall, globally, the trend was growing up. There was a company called NextByte who who raised a lot of money from SoftBank at that time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so we came up with this idea, and we uh, we got into Y Combinator. If if you or your viewers are not oh, aware, yeah. it's the largest oh, technology yeah. invest, technology accelerator and investor in, in the world, and most many many of the big companies like Dodash, Instacart have come out of y combinator
0: how do you so, get, how do you get in there just hey here's my stuff what do you apply like what, no it's what a process like? they
2: have yeah they have a process of application uh and and yeah they every year they select close to 250 300 companies globally to be a part of their mm. program and they invest in them so we got we were we were part, one of those companies so we got into y combinator with this idea uh and then we started expanding we closed our 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 uh, seed down of funding as well, mid-2021. Uh, like and At that time, the peak pandemic was happening, so we had to take a break for three to four months. We sort of resumed the end of 2021 and we started scaling up this business uh, and we scaled it up to around 150 plus restaurants who were distributing around seven to eight brands from their premise and we gave them an additional revenue of around 50 to 70% of what they were doing before. So it was mm. working theoretically, it was working at the scale we were there, but what one critical problem which we realized was that when we had to scale it up to, let's say, 10,000 uh, independent store um, uh, size, there was a lot of operational intervention which was needed. It was not just a paper plate tech product which could add value to the life of that entrepreneur. right? So, And that's when we realized that uh, it's going to be uh, a very, very um, uh, sort of people heavy business, which we never wanted to build. It's mm. going to be a very, very operations heavy business. And our forte, which we realized was building tech and products. That's, mm-hmm. where we, that's where we feel that we have an edge over the other players in the, in the overall restaurant space, right? So we thought that let's capitalize on our strength. And then we uh, took a strategic pivot to build a SaaS product uh, uh, which could help the brands grow their business on third parties and, grow the, mm-hmm. and not just grow their business, but grow the business profitably. Because while we were running these 150, it was like a chain of 150 locations running multiple brands, right? you think from a back-end perspective and while we were doing this we built a lot of pro- internal processes and technologies mm-hmm. and we started talking to a lot of chains uh, and we realized that the share of business on third party has grown immensely uh post the pandemic it used to be the share of off-premise used to be seven to eight percent uh uh pre-pandemic and now it has shot up to around 25 to 27 percent uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh and it has it is almost uh, a straight line uh uh, post the pandemic. So the trend has not reversed. People were saying that your know, trend will get reversed uh, uh, once, you know, any year after the pandemic, but still it has become a habit now. Uh, online ordering or, you know, having food outside the four walls of, of a kitchen has become a habit and the trend is towards an upward trajectory. So overall, uh,
0: Pick up and delivery?
2: Delivery, pickup, everything, everything which is happening okay. outside the four right, walls. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. So it's like third party. So there are three parts to it. There's a third party delivery. There's a third party pickup. And then there is a self-delivery as well mm-hmm. uh, in which, you know, you have your own online, online ordering platform uh, to get users. So that share is going up drastically. And, you know, nobody knows the exact number, but it might be in the range of 35 to 40% uh, in mm-hmm. the next three to five years. So that's wow. where we realize that the overall share of this, this pie has gone significantly up, but the capabilities for the brands to manage this business are more or less the same. And that's why they are losing hell, a lot of money. They have literally zero intelligence as to what is going right, what is going wrong. There's no single technology product which is actually solving uh, for these brands to grow their business on these platforms and not just grow, grow it profitably.
0: Yeah. So
2: these were the very big uh, blockers which we figured out in the restaurant industry overall. And then we started sort of figuring out how can we productize What we have gathered in in the past one and a half, two years of running our own business on these third parties. How can we build a nice uh, SaaS product out of it so that the companies can use it as an enterprise solution? So that's where our journey started uh, sort of end of 2022 uh, and first quarter of 2023. When we started building, we started talking to a lot of restaurant chains in the US uh, and started to understand their requirements. Uh, Sort of April, May 2023, we onboarded the first customer. We started building a lot of features with them understand uh you know their requirements uh, and like june july 2023 we started sort of actively uh onboarding and started growing the uh uh the the platform and yeah now uh we are we have already we are already working with 25 plus uh small and big brands uh uh which are part of our portfolio a lot of really big chains uh as so yeah. coming to your first question that what is up with us uh, like right now. So we are working mm-hmm. with some really big chains uh uh to onboard them on our platform. Uh, we've signed a few as well. We are gonna do some PR. So you're gonna I don't want to spill the beans right now, but you you're gonna know about <laughs> these big spill names beans. and <laughs> uh we're we gonna we're gonna get some some really big brands. Uh, we've already have, but I just yeah, want to you have some big brands. You know, the, after, Yeah. Sorry,
0: I yeah. I'm looking at I'm looking at the end pizza. Um yeah, and is one. That's, I mean, yeah. 96%, I mean, let's talk about that for a second. You have on here, um, and we've talked about this before, how you help restaurants with the disputes. So yeah. 96% dispute win rate. Now for an independent restaurant, that's great, but I, across all locations of a multi-unit concept, that's fairly significant. Talk about how you guys do that.
2: Yeah, so it's fairly simple. What we do is uh, ultimately, a, we educate them around the disputes. Right, that's the first problem which we realize that you know brands and um, there are brands which are literally seven hundred plus locations and doing millions of dollars uh, uh, in disputes annually, and they they have zero processes around it. Uh, yeah. They have uh, zero intelligence around it, and they're just bleeding cash. So what we re- what we inherently realize that. Almost eighty to ninety percent of the disputes which are happening on these platforms, uh, uh, you know, can be contested and can be won. It's just you know you need to follow certain processes uh, and you need to uh, adhere to those SOPs. So what we realize is that these are not uh, manually possible. So we have done some automations at each step. So that's 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 where we come into the picture. And I won't reveal a lot about it because that's our secret sauce in some way. But ultimately, as a, as an end user, you just have to uh switch on to the dispute management and then we take take uh, over from there so we represent your brand on these third parties and we just tend to uh, tend to get your fair share right if yeah. you have done no mistake in that order if you genuinely feel that the order was processed right from your end uh you should get your deserved money right and you can't be losing 2 to 5% this this number by the way ranges from 2 to 5% of their overall gross sales so it's up it's literally oh. a profit margin which you are losing yeah, this right. is literally the cash which was supposed to come to you which is not coming right so it's like two to like you know yeah i mean you are from the industry you know that you know how hard these restaurant folks work on a daily basis and how much they deserve this this cash right because you know mm-hmm. they just can't afford to lose this much big margin just just going away uh uh because some customer, you know, did a random complaint, right? Which he's, even he's not aware of, he or she's not aware of. So we just help them get their deserved share of money uh, without actually putting in any form of a, any, any form of a bandwidth uh, uh, from their team. So that's, that's our uh, uh, one product, which is getting good adoption.
0: Hands down, the most embarrassing mistake I made as a restaurant owner was hiring the wrong accountant and trusting that he was doing the right thing. Now, the main thing that he was in charge of was sales tax. And long story short, didn't get paid, didn't get paid on time, didn't get paid in full. And our little 40 seat restaurant wound up owing the state of New York, $180,000 in sales tax. But that was before Davo Davo automates your sales tax. It integrates with your POS. So it automatically sets aside the sales tax funds daily, then when it comes time to remit these funds to the state, Davo files and pays the sales tax for you on time. And in full, you know, it's easier, take a little bit out every day, as opposed to this big chunk due at the end of the month or at the end of the quarter, it would have changed. My business would have changed really my life. Because let's face it, when you're running a restaurant, those bills that are due, they keep you awake at night. Not with Davo, it's all taken care of. So It integrates with your POS, so whether you have Toast, Square, Clover, Lightspeed, uh, Skytab, uh, whatever you have, Revel, they integrate with them, and they're adding new partners every day, so you never have to worry about sales tax again. In the show notes, there's a link where you can schedule a call with the customer success team. Let them know that you heard about Davo on the Close Monday podcast, and they'll hook you up. Never worry about sales tax ever again. Keep your eye on what matters, which is running your business day in, day out, and let Davo take care of the sales tax. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that that's one thing I, I just want to clarify. So, like, if I'm a restaurant and I deliver three pizzas and the guest says they all arrived, they were the wrong toppings, and they were cold, I'm disputing this, I don't want to, I'm not paying for this. That's what you're yeah. referring to, right?
2: Yeah, that's one category. Um, there are multiple categories, example, but this, yeah. is, this is one category. Yeah. This is one example and, of that, yeah.
0: And so, I think what's cool is that what you have, the ability, other than fighting to get the money back, you're tracking them. So as an operator, you have oh, the absolutely. ability to track that, and you can yeah. see, like, hey, yeah. why are we getting all these chargebacks yeah. or or requests for disputes? Yeah. Talk about the the how you're able to uh, view all of your backend data and how that's beneficial to an operator. Sure,
2: sure, sure. Yeah. So coming coming back to a little bit, uh, you know, on the point which I mentioned earlier, that the share of this business has gone up significantly, but the capabilities mm-hmm. to manage this uh, is pretty much the same, right? So most of the brands and even the big brands. Uh, uh, you know which we are working with they have absolutely zero visibility on the financials from these uh these third parties like overall what is my digital PL, right where is my mm-hmm. money actually going how much money is is not coming back to me in form of the disputes how much money is uh, am i spending on my promotions how much money uh, am i spending on my overall advertising right my commissions right mm. or and there are like seven to eight kinds of deductions right so First thing which we figured out was so we, and, and this data is coming in a very, very clumsy way on these independent dashboards. And there's no yeah, open API uh, for me to access this. Uh, uh, Kyle, you're there because I see your video is freezed. You're there, right? Sorry.
0: Oh, yeah, that's probably, yep. Here we are. I'm back. we are okay. okay. Did you lose me uh, for some point? I did lose you for a second. You said it's all coming in very sloppy.
2: Yeah, so it's, it's, in a, it's coming in a very, very sloppy format. Uh, there are very, very complicated Excel sheets which give you uh, half-baked uh, information on a weekly basis. So what we do is we compile all of the information available to you on any of these platforms and we give you a very nice, readable, intuitive format for that information, right? Mm-hmm. Information points like your, as I said, your financial, overall your financial reconciliations, overall your operational KPIs that, you know, which... Location is doing well with respect to their preparation times, with respect to their ratings and reviews, with respect to their overall mm-hmm. issues which you are facing on a day-to-day basis at a kitchen, right? If you are yeah. a, if you are running a multi-location operations, just to gather this data and you know update this uh, in any form of a business intelligence tool, it's gonna take you so many man hours. Uh, 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 on a um, weekly basis right so oh my God. Th- it's yeah. just 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 a mess right and if you're operating a multi location operation you need that data right that was how would, how would you know that what's going right what's going wrong where am i spending money where i do where do i need to uh,
0: cut my costs etc etc oh. et right
2: so the first yeah, step I mean, was getting
0: yeah sorry i'm, I'm just looking there. at a sample of your dashboard on the back end here and to go yeah. through any one of these i mean you guys can take a look It's uh, voosh.ai, V-O-O-S-H.ai. we'll have everything linked in the show notes but it's showing you per, you know, DoorDash, Uber Eats, Grubhub, the error charges, the platform commission, the total deductions, the tax remitted to the state and the net payout. So many of these guys listen to the show, and I know that this is the case, will give up on this third party stuff and just say, ah, it's not working. Uh, you know, it's, it's not working. We'll see where your money's going, right? Like, I, I think this is, I mean, to put this together for each platform, forget it's a full time job for somebody.
2: Yeah, it's a full-time job and it's a full-time, it's a frustrating job, right? Because you imagine you're running a hundred location and each location is doing business on at least three third parties like Dodash, Uber Eats and GrabHub. So there are Mm -hmm. 300, literally 300 logins and 300 data points they need to extract manually. It's a, yeah, it's a a mess. And I don't blame these marketplaces because they have been inherently developed to serve the end consumer. So they have Mm. been prioritizing all their uh, development and customer support to serve the end user. Like people like, Mm like us were ordering on a day-to-day basis from these right. platforms and restaurants somehow take a backseat in terms of feature functionality, in terms of easing the lives uh, uh, for them. Uh, so, I mean, nothing to put on them, but it's just like ultimately uh, the one who is suffering is the operator, right? In this case, yeah. that's, that's where we yeah. come into the picture. We, we want them to be friends with third parties. We want them to realize that they're not going to go away. It's just that how you do business on them, uh, how do you profitably run your show mm. on these third parties? Will define uh, yourself against your competition, right? So that's that's where we we want to equip. We want to equip these brands with all this data, with all these insights, uh, and we want to of course take some tasks like dispute resolution, like reviews, review management, right? Uh, uh, if that's you can give me an opportunity, one,
0: yeah. I can I can quickly talk about the review. Yeah, please. Module please well. That's a big one because I know that Sean and I talk about this all the time. So many yeah. people don't respond to reviews. They feel like
2: it's terrible. And the bad part is that every review which is not, and that's a sad truth, that every review which is not responded or not tackled uh, in a good way is a lost customer. And it takes oh, yeah. so much money to acquire a new user. You have to spend so much money on these marketplaces to run your ads, yep. to go up the ranking. And they penalize oh, yeah. you in two ways. A, they'll, of course, you are losing a customer and B, they'll penalize you so badly so your rating when when let's say you're a burger brand and you know two users came and they gave a one star for your burger and you didn't respond your rating mm-hmm. are going to go, i mean your ranking is going to go down for for if someone is looking for a burger right in that, oh, yeah. In that neighborhood yeah so that's, I mean, that, that's that's a, that's, a, is... that's a yeah that's a double whammy, that's a two two-way sword so you need to you need to be very very vigilant and you need to be very proactive uh, with respect to responding to the reviews uh, you know assigning that review in the right bucket and you know learning from each review that what is going wrong at, at a particular location, right? So that's what we yeah. have solved for. Uh, and we have added one more layer since we are all uh, techies and, you know, the boom of AI is is coming. So what we have yeah. done is we've actually replaced the need to deploy a human to respond to those, those reviews. What we do hmm. is we go through your overall history, uh, overall history of the user. Uh, we, uh, understand that this is the particular uh, uh particular brand and this is your brand language and this was the particular item which was ordered this is the kind of issue so we have like like 20 plus data points uh, relating to that review which has come and our ai will automatically respond to uh uh to that review without any any without, without a need for a person there to respond know. and yeah. and yeah so basically you have a hundred percent uh, review respond rate and you can you can set up uh, the kind of cashbacks you want to give. So let's say for every five star you want to give a cashback of three dollars, four dollars, five dollars. You can you can customize that. I want to only give it to the returning users who are giving a five star. Mm. If it's a one oh, wow. star review, I want to handle in this way. So you can you can you know within fifteen to twenty minutes you can set up your entire uh, brand language, uh, the commercials you want to associate with, and overall mm-hmm. the communication flow with the user. And then our yeah, AI okay. and our algorithms will. Uh, take care of overall your review management uh, and you can just just sit, sleep peacefully that you know my third party communication is now now sorted that's also a big problem which we realize that people and and you know you can't blame the operators they literally have so many issues oh. going on, on a daily basis there's so much firefighting right they can't yeah. just have like like bandwidth to to sort of file for these disputes contest for these disputes reply to these reviews and you know, These are tough times, right? Everyone is struggling for every single dollar. The rents are going so high. I was just talking to a guy in San Francisco. He's running such a good restaurant. It's a ramen uh, ramen restaurant. And I mean, it's a very famous shop. All my friends recommend uh, me to go there. But he said that I'm struggling so hard to just make my ends meet. Because the rents have shot up significantly in San Francisco. Right? So every dollar matters. Every person you hire matters. Yeah. So you can't just just keep hiring people for every problem you have. Right. Uh, no. So that's why we feel that, uh, that technology is the only solution. And, you know, of course, very early days days for us, but overall, our vision is that how can we equip, uh, how can we make sure that restaurant industry overall is running head to head with other industries. I've seen a lot of AI intervention, a lot of, a lot of technology intervention happening in other sectors, like manufacturing, like overall retail, right. when I, when I visit a, um, a big retail chain, the, their technology adoption unfortunately is much higher compared to uh, oh, yeah. what a uh, what a usual restaurant chain will have in terms of overall analytics and decision making this is their you know tons of data which they have so i feel that early stage early days uh, for the restaurant industry uh, to adopt new forms of technology like artificial intelligence and machine learning uh, but definitely we are we, we are heading in the right direction and you know in coming times we'll see a lot of uh, cutting edge innovation coming in from uh, from a lot of upcoming restaurant tech companies yeah
0: yeah, I mean, one one of the things I think that that this show prides itself on is being sort of like a translator for the industry because it has been so slow historically, other than the last couple of years, to adopt technology. A lot yeah. of that's changing now, but yeah. things like responding to reviews, um, you know, filing your disputes, and tracking all your errors and things of that nature are relatively new aspects to running a restaurant, right? Yeah. And I think, to me, clearly. Clearly, when you're looking at technology, this is one place where you're going to want to implement some sort of automation, artificial intelligence, and things of that nature. Because if your job is to get more people in the door, you need to be front and center a lot more. Like to your point before, putting out a lot of fires, you're not going to spend four hours a day on the computer trying to respond to these. It's just not the best use of your time, right? So that's the way I would look at it. Like I need to do this, but I'm not doing it. I'm certainly not paying somebody in-house to do it because God knows what they're going to write. Um, So yeah, I think this this is a phenomenal product. Congratulations. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So, what do what do you anticipate? What do you anticipate this year in terms of uh, restaurants? Do you have any sort of, you know, looking in your crystal ball, talking to a lot of operators. What what are you hearing out there in terms of expectations?
2: uh see overall like good part w- what we've achieved in the past one quarter is and which we were struggling when we started on voting clients was overall an education problem right people were just mm-hmm. not aware that how big a problem it is for for them right we used mm-hmm. to say that okay okay we are gonna come we're gonna solve for your third parties uh, first that third party was never a priority for them that's what we mm-hmm. that was the the sad truth no. right uh, yep. like starting june july when we started to talk to a lot of these brands but now that perception has changed uh Uh, for better because they've realized that they have to live with them. That is going to be a significant market share. So our past three months went into overall educating the market around the problem. We used to literally show them because since they were not aware of their financials on third parties, they just didn't know how much money is stuck on disputes, how much Mm. revenue they are losing because of not replying to the, uh, to the customer, how much more could they make if they do these five things properly. Right. Uh, So, Mm -hmm. so, uh, so one thing we just changed uh, for betterment is like overall, uh, Um, awareness about this problem Uh, now we don't need to actually educate uh, uh, the the brand in the first demo which we are doing so that's that's something good which has happened of course things will improve in the coming uh, quarters as well Uh, so our broader plan is to uh, 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 start working with some big enterprise chains as well now we have established scale Uh, we have locations with more than 600 locations we have started to work with so now we are very confident we can work with thousand plus location brands as well. Uh, so our focus is definitely going to, to be, of course, we are like mid market is our sweet, sweet spot. Someone with more than five locations up to 200 locations is our like absolute sweet spot. Uh, so that's what we are gonna, gonna be of, like, that's mm. what's what gonna be our bend butter, but we are also going to focus on some big enterprise chains. And, uh, as I said, you're going to hear some good news in, in the next few weeks about one very major enterprise chain, uh, in the u.s uh who's going to be working with us yeah
0: i'm gonna uh, guess can i guess i have no uh, idea
2: yes yeah. and i will just just say my expression and then we're gonna you check know, your then. poker
0: face okay i'm gonna say dave's hot chicken
2: no i would say that's me that's <laughs> I, oh, okay. I mean right. i would right. i would love them uh, i would love them to work with us yeah, yeah. i mean they're upcoming. like on fire right like they're crazy but fire. i think they, they're an upcoming but they, they are like a sweet sec sweet spot for us uh, because yeah. that's uh,
0: Yeah. Do do you do you find that in your conversations with these operators, multi unit operators, uh, experienced guys that when you start to bring up tech, they're kind of hesitant? Is it tough to get your foot in the door? Like, how how responsive are they to to this type of conversation? Because I know they're being inundated and it's tough to kind of navigate. But to me, this is so vital. How do you how do you go about that and deal with it?
2: No, I absolutely agree with your point because there's an ocean of restaurant tech companies now, right? Which is which is good, mm. which is fair. But but one one issue with that is that I've seen a lot of companies who are just trying to be Me Too, who are just trying to, you know, pretend that they're adding value, but actually they are not adding significant value and just adding that just becoming a cost center for the restaurants, right? So that's right. that's one problem which I've identified, which is which led to uh you know, a perception that, you know, this is just another me too company just trying to sell me uh, Vaporware. That's, that's a perception. So that's, it's difficult as I, And that's why I said that we, we worked on overall awareness bit uh, uh, of the problem. Um That's the first part. And the second part that what we realized inherently that all the leaders uh, at the big restaurant, restaurant chains, right, are, Typically from hospitality background and not from technology background, right? And which is how it, it is supposed to be, right? They are supposed to make the best quality food to uh, uh, to cater to the consumers, right? So, uh, but mm. but having said that, now what I've realized, uh, especially post the pandemic, they have started to become more open to adoption of technology. So adopting yeah. technologies, like I was just talking sure. to uh, to, a, to a brand who who is who is deploying dynamic pricing at their at their location, right? That's also a very it. big change. Yeah yeah so a lot of such new technologies are being adopted maybe if you if you if you talk to uh, uh, an executive uh, um, at, at dominos or mcdonalds probably they would would not be open to any of such revolutionary sort of reforms in the industry but now i think everyone is open everyone is exploring new technology so that is changing for better uh, and yeah. they know that their forte is not uh, uh, technology so they would not want to build it in house for sure no one mm-hmm. is is hiring Twenty twenty five engineers to build such technologies for them. They know that that's not our forte and that's not, that should not be our focus. They only mm-hmm. want to focus on giving uh, a, a great customer experience to everyone walks in or everyone ordering from their, uh, their brand and they want to, but they want to deploy all the cutting edge technologies, which are coming up in the sector, because that's what will give them an edge over their competition. That's oh, a yeah. common perception that technology is going to be uh, a major driver for their growth and profitability. So that's that's wow. a good change, I would say, uh, which is coming for uh, for good in the entire industry, and that's where that's that's why uh, people like uh, uh, us uh, are existing to to sort of um, uh, give our give our very best to make sure that the industry thrives uh, and we all recover from the from the bad phase of uh, uh, a pandemic which we all went through. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, that's yeah. great. And one last thing I want to end with here is social media and content because what I think is yeah. very interesting. Um, and I love it. I mean, when I say interesting, I mean, I think this is fantastic. Thank you. Your content as the co-founder of this restaurant tech company, you're not on your profiles speaking to the benefits of the platform, or I don't even think I even found one piece of content where you were talking about it. Talk about your strategy and why, why does that work for you? Because I think it's genius.
2: I mean, it's not to be honest, I, I never think of it from a strategy, strategy perspective. Uh, bad, Sorry.
0: Yeah. No, I lost uh, you there for a second. Wait, we keep getting these. Uh, in it?
2: Are we, are we, uh, am I audible? Uh, no.
0: Yeah, we're good now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah good. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So I, I was saying that I never think of it from a strategy, strategy perspective. Uh, I would say just, uh, you know, it's just, uh, this one life. And you just, as, 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 you know, as you said that I should share my itinerary, uh, with the people, right, who want to want mm-hmm. to visit New York, so that's why I just made short snippets of my day, uh, in New York, so that people know that you're know, if you are, if they are in New York for a week. This is how their itinerary should look like, right? So mm-hmm. I just tend to add value with every piece of content, uh, and not just add value, add a, uh, you know, a bit of smile, uh, in the in the faces of people. Everyone is having a stressed life. Everyone is busy. Mm-hmm. So if your content can give them, educate them, or give them, uh 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 you know a uh, uh, small smile uh at the end of the day it, it it's i think it's it's working for me so i just tend to keep it that way just try to keep it natural just try to convey my story in whatever innovative way as possible so that's what i i tend to do on of course linkedin where i have uh, a lot of restaurant um folks uh following our page or myself uh i tend to talk more about uh about our product what we achieved mm-hmm. in last week one one practice which we started uh, uh 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 last quarter was sort of build in public right so we we tend to uh uh talk about what we have achieved in past one week what we're gonna build any new feature which we have shipped we uh we tend to uh, uh talk about it uh, on linkedin we ask for the feedback uh openly on linkedin uh we tend to you know, include our customers as well to talk about, uh, uh, what they have to say about, you know, about our product. So it's, it's, it's all about building in public, uh, keeping it open so that, uh, you know, everyone can come and give their feedback suggestions. You would have seen in comments, a lot of these restaurateurs, they tend to give their suggestions that, you know, I, I, I'm facing this problem uh, and can you solve for this? And that mm. becomes like our, our roadmap, uh, right. You know, yeah. Andrew Simmons, if you know, uh, pizza roboto yeah. he has given us some some commendable feedback on linkedin so yeah i mean and and many many such uh uh uh, uh atul from kitchens united right connected mm-hmm. on linkedin he's very active uh, so yeah i mean all these folks they 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 help us uh you know be better at our job every day so like a lot of gratitude for them uh, to be supportive uh uh you know to a young company young and growing company like ours and and i, I think social media is uh, is the best platform for that, right? I mean, yeah. who could have imagined like ten years before that you know you would oh. be getting feature requests on LinkedIn or Instagram yeah. or TikTok, right? So, so that's that's I think revolutionary and that's the way to go forward. Uh, you have to build in public. You have to make sure that uh, you're connecting with as many people as possible, not just personally, uh, but with your uh, with your technology as well. So yeah, that's that's my overall approach. Uh, how can I get my message to maximum people? How can I connect with? more and more folks, how can I tell my story and our brand story, uh, in, 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 in the most optimized way. Yeah.
0: Who better to tell it than you, right? No, one's going to tell it for you. That's, 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 that's <laughs> yeah, the yeah, way, exactly. that's the way it, it is. And I think that's a huge yeah. benefit.
1: All right.
0: Yeah, so man. tell everybody where they can, um, check out Vush and, and connect with you. Yeah.
2: So if you, if you are a restaurant brand struggling with your third parties, uh, Vush.ai is the website. You can just go sign up for, uh, Uh, for uh, our demo and, you know, we will reach out to you ASAP. Uh, You can directly reach out to me at Priyam, P-R-I-Y-A-M, at the rate VOOSH, V-O-O-S-H dot I-N. So uh, just just feel free to shoot me an email and I'll just try to respond as soon as possible, help you out with any of your needs, not just third parties. In general, if you are uh, from the industry, uh, if you are a restaurant tech founder, want to collaborate, uh, happy to have a discussion with you. Overall, if you are a restaurant business struggling with any other issue apart from it, happy to chat with you, happy to suggest more solutions uh, mm-hmm. in my network. And overall, just just understand your problems and try to help you out because that's what we are here for. We are here to make the entire industry thrive. Yeah,
0: Love that. I may be hitting you up. I have a little something I want to talk to you about. So I may be hitting you up with that. So um, that. I appreciate the time. I know you're a super busy guy traveling all over the place. So guys, check it out. Uh, Voosh.ai is the website. He just gave you the contact information. We're gonna put um whatever you wanna put in the show notes. We got a bunch of things. We got links to his content, we got links to the website. And um yeah, that's it, man. Thank you so much for the time. And I appreciate you um building a product that is actually beneficial for these folks and in, in, in a space that I don't think too many are, are considering getting this um dialed in. So I, I think this is gonna be a huge help for a lot of operators
2: and thank you so much Kyle for doing this you you don't know but you're doing a big service for the entire industry i i mean a lot of times it uh, gets might get unrecognized so i just want to give a very big shout out that. to you for your effort uh, and I had so much i had such a lovely time uh, talking to you so thank you so much uh, for having me and thank you so much for all the all the good things you're doing for the industry
0: i appreciate that man thank you so much have a great day dude have a great day Kyle Bye-bye. bye 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 All right, folks, that's another episode of Close Monday in the bag. Look, if you've been listening and you're still here, it's clear that you're someone who's committed to taking their business and their life to the next level. So just don't let this be something that you just listen to and forget about. You got to take action on what you learned today. And look, I, I don't ask for a lot from you guys. Here's the deal. If you found any value in this episode, please subscribe, leave me a review not for me, but for yourself. You don't want to miss the actionable insights that we've got lined up for future episodes, the guests who have their story to share. And if you think this podcast could change someone else's game, could change their direction of their business of their restaurant, then understand that your network is your net worth. So if you share that with people, you start to become you're the the one, right? You're you're the one they're going to go to and you start to attract the right people into your life. You attract more people into your business and that's just the way that it goes. Um, Now for some real interaction, like I said, if you screenshot that you are listening to this show, tag the show, tag me, I will send you a closed Monday t-shirt. And if you've got a burning question or topic you want to tackle, like I said, you can always DM or shoot me an email at kyle at four hyphen turns.com. Your question just might be the focus point of a whole new episode that's it, right? Like that, that's kind of how this goes. We're always looking for inspiration. So uh, keep your eyes on the prize, keep your feet on the ground, stay humble. And until next week, this is closed Monday and I'll see you soon. Thanks guys.